Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I have my whole Monorail family in the room with me today. Let us start by introducing the person diagonally from me, and that is... Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here with us. How are you doing? Stressed? Yep. (laughs) I have a lot of homework (laughs) right now. Yes, I know. We'll get through this. It's important to talk Disney this is a critical piece of Yep. Of My your future day. is at stake, though, in this homework. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll move along to the person to my left. Tired. <laughs> You're not Chicken Nugget? No, I'm, I'm just Tired Chicken Nugget. <laughs> tired Chicken Nugget. Okay. Garrett Monorail is here. Sorry to wake you up from your slumber. <laughs> and finally in the room. I'm the joke enforcer in that you have already said a terrible joke, so... I did? Yes. I don't think so. Bad joke. Bad joke. All right. Well, McKenna Monorail (laughs) is here, the joke enforcer. And now we shall welcome in our two special guests joining via the magical Monday morning monorail video hotline. Coming back after a long absence is our very good friend from the Mouse Knows Best podcast. It's Cousin Kevin. Hello. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're good. Glad to have you back. I see it's we nice have a satellite back. delay. Yeah, I didn't hear you at first part. I was like, wait, what? I'm assuming that he said, how are you, bud? It'd be really awkward if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you nailed it, though. You nailed it. So, yeah, we're on the right track. Improvising. Here we go. <laughs> and finally, he's number one in your programs and number one in your hearts. Actually, he's number 27 in your program today because of the jersey he's wearing. It's Landon, the Dawes Dome. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Yay, and the crowd goes mild. Coming to you live from the isolation station of love. What's up, everybody? It's me, Landon. Yay, Landon. Welcome back, man. Glad to be here. What's everybody been doing? Uh, we're here to talk about what dropped on Disney Plus this past week. And, of course, I'm talking about the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Quack. 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 Oh, okay. We shouldn't do that, especially with the satellite delay Kevin already talked about. <laughs> oh, there he was. We're going to sound whack. Whack. <laughs> oh, the Mighty Ducks is good. Every time I think of it, I want to be like, quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> you know? Mr. Ducksworth, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. That's such a great movie. It is. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that Emilio Estevez would uh, would be the lovable drunk that we all wanted to grow up to be? <laughs> <laughs> well, we aren't going to talk about Mighty Ducks, but we could start by just asking everybody. I mean, the big news of the weekend was, of course, Hamilton was released on Disney+. Plus. Who has watched it so far? Me. 
I've watched it twice and I've listened to the soundtrack once. So yeah, was, uh, clearly it was a big hit in my household before and also my mom's household, because she told me I needed to come over and quote, bring my Disney plus so she could watch it. <laughs> bring, <my laughs> Disney plus. bring your Disney plus over. Yeah. I'm not sure my mom understands how streaming services work, but she too enjoyed it. So that was nice. So my question to you is before you watched it, had you had any exposure to the soundtrack or anything? No, none whatsoever. I'd never heard a single note off the soundtrack. I'd never seen a single snippet or still image from the production. Uh, I'd always heard it was very popular and it was very good. So expectations were high. And uh, if a little inside baseball, I am a former musical theater yeah. kid. So uh, I do have that in me. But yeah, uh, like I said, expectations were high and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, same. I mean, so Landon and I both are our previous choir boys in our previous life and have a background doing musicals. Um, and so I definitely enjoy that sort of thing too. I mean, I think that I've said in the past, I haven't been secretive about it. I like musicals. I like Broadway shows. Hamilton's one of those that I always wanted to see. And it, you know, up until the release on Disney plus, the only way you could see it is in person. It's not like there's videos of this stuff, you know, and, and they have been pretty good about like, I don't know if people have tried to pirate videos some things if but if you look up um slime tutorials on youtube uh -huh. um you're gonna find some musicals in there <laughs> well <laughs> really yeah <laughs> they're they're all uh, masquerading as slime tutorials um they name them different things and they're like this is absolutely not a musical this is totally like how to make slime but it's, it's pretty good wicked that's yeah hilarious. it's like um, newsies or something the, that's how I watched the Spongebob musical And the title of the video was hilarious I'm not going to say it though Because oh. I don't want to Okay. Exposed. Yeah, we can't. I don't want to throw him under the bus Yes, thank you Because <laughs> I'm going to look that up today Well <laughs> I did So we ended up splitting it up over two nights uh, On Friday when it was released That was the third uh, We actually watched the first act And I was in all the way through, really loved it. But part of my enjoyment was watching Sam watch Hamilton because she was out <laughs> from the beginning. Um, <laughs> I I know some people who really love Hamilton, so I need to watch it. Yeah, I think you and McKenna both would enjoy it. But but Sam was squirming in her seat. She does not like musicals. She doesn't like people who are singing when they could just talk. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Like I I'm okay with like. In Moana, they sing, but there's dialogue and, like, things and the songs are, like, catchy. There's no, like, verse and chorus. It's just, I'm impressed at how they can memorize There's so many words. <laughs> and the blocking, too. You I mean, good grief. Yep. Um, but there's no, like, break or anything, like, where you get, like, a lyrical melody in the middle, so, you know, of a you, song. You know what's oh. funny about this is I was actually reading something last night that was talking about, like, some surprises that people who have only heard the soundtrack and never actually seen the, the, the show in person... Um, that they're going to find out when they watch it. And I, and I don't know, Kevin, we're, Kevin has not seen it, so we're not trying to spoil anything, and I won't. And I won't. I'll fuck my ears. I will, no, this is not a spoiler. All I'm going to say Bruce is... Bruce Willis was a ghost the entire time. Boom, now you don't what? have to watch it, Kevin. Well, <laughs> save you two hours and 40 minutes. There we go, we're good. <laughs> but all I was going to say is there are like two very, very small things that happen that are just dialogue, and they're not on the soundtrack CD because they're not part of a song. So people who are only familiar with the soundtrack had no idea they're like surprises to them when they watch it and i'm not going to say what it is but i thought that was kind of interesting
But for the most part, if you had heard the soundtrack, it's it's really the whole show. Oh my god, it is. Yeah, right. not so, a lot of dialogue. Yeah, it's very very little, very little. See, I like the idea of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna like this or not. I think you will, Kevin. Kind of like in Sam's boat. If you can talk, talk. Don't sing. <laughs> but you know, there's there's no reason for it. <laughs> Well then, well then, I feel like you have a, a problem with musicals as a whole. But I understand Maybe. that. But I love no, The Lion King on Broadway. Well, is that because it was uh, adapted from a Disney animated movie? Something you already loved, so you were already I think so. half it's, in the boat. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's big. It's it, you throw Lion King on like paint and drawing. I'm like, oh, I love that paint drawing. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Watching a, a pot of water boil and you just hear, ah, yeah, it's, I'm all in there. Kevin's like, they just reinvented cooking. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I I get it. I know a lot of people like musicals, but I just can't. There, there's also like, I can spot a song from a musical like immediately. I'm like, oh, that's from a musical. I don't like this song. It's and I've never even heard a, the musical before. You know, I've never heard the song, but there's a, a way that musical... Music is, and I can just beautiful. Immediately, no, I can Amazing. immediately spot it, and it gets on my touching, nerves. heartwarming, no, emotional, more like nerve wracking. <laughs> drives me crazy. Well, anyway, I understand that. I understand that. No, uh, I did. Just, uh, I saw somebody. I think it was on my Facebook say I liked Hamilton. It, I didn't like the rapping, but once I got <laughs> past that, I, I really enjoyed the show. It's like. Uh, that's most that's of the, the show. show. What did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> Once funny. I got past what they did for literally the entirety of the show, I thought it was lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my experience was act one, I really enjoyed it, but I was also enjoying watching Sam. Act two, I started last night on the 4th of July with the bombs bursting in the background. It was like a perfect setting to watch Hamilton. Um, and Sam was like, well, I'm going to bed. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I watched Act 2 on my own, and it brought tears to my eyes, especially the end. Like, I was in tears at the end, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it got me. Like, it got me pretty hard at the end. That's crazy. You know you can read this in a history book, too, right? Yeah, I think... But this is way better. They don't rap nearly as much in any history book I've read. So They should. No. Right? So what got me was not the fact that, like, people got shot, because we know... We know we know how That's Hamilton what, met his end. Yeah. That's not yeah, a spoiler. Ghost, yeah. I did have positive takeaways. I thought George Washington was pretty cool. He's awesome. Um, He's so yeah. good. Also, I kind of forgot that that happened to Hamilton. Oh well, so spoiler now, for Garrett. Yep. Spoiled. Spoiled. <laughs> um, yeah, Bruce Willis kills him at the end. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> The guy is the Bruce guy, Willis really, really in this? No, yes. no. he plays a major. Okay. I'm sitting here like waiting for Bruce Willis in a play. I'm like, this is gonna be crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, it's actually Die Hard. He plays a character named <laughs> Die Hard. He just comes on stage and plays harmonica the whole time. <laughs> no, um, Thomas Jefferson, amazing. Um, James Madison, Lafayette. I love, Lafayette. I love the dude. That, yeah, Lafayette. Okay, you're taking it a lot further than I was. I was about you to hit my high Thomas. points, and that was it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm tr- what I'm doing is saying to Kevin, like, I really think you should watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, give it a shot. I told you 
that I didn't like Thomas Jefferson. You said, don't worry, he's not in the play. He wasn't in the first half. He's I in knew, the second I half. I knew he was in it, and I don't like him. I <laughs> also love the dude that played King George. Oh, like, King that George. That guy cracked me up every time he was on screen. King George is great. Yeah, that guy's funny. I like oh, him. Wow, awesome. The real Thomas Jefferson wasn't a part of a musical, though. That's true. Hmm. You got to watch it, McKenna. You're gonna love it. I Is promise. It like, drop your drop my all of your favorite musicals, which are I don't know. Sweeney Todd, Phantom of the Opera, Reefer Madness, um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, King. not The Lion King. <laughs> I you can't really compare it to any of those because they do such different things with this one. So you're well, just gonna have to see it. That's all. That was maybe longer than I wanted to talk about Hamilton, but it's a big deal. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. like, it was all over social media, people watching it, uh, most people enjoying it, but you're not alone, Sam. I mean, <sighs> there are people who just flat don't like musicals like you. You're not alone. I mean, I think I would enjoy a movie like that without singing. That wouldn't but be that's, a music. That's <laughs> against the whole that would be, yeah. like, historical, yeah. hi- a, a historical fiction movie. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things that I could say that would probably cause outrage, but I, I, I on the, the internet, positives. no, that's ridiculous. I think it's time now we actually talk about some Disney Parks news. Shall we transition? Okay. I, I think we shall. First thing I wanted to mention, because this show is all about chicken nuggets. At least it features one prominent chicken nugget. And there was some chicken nugget related news on Disney Parks property this week. Well, what? could that be the solar powered mcdonald's is finally open oh <laughs> Yay. man i'm loving it it's yeah i can't wait to have a shamrock shake at the solar powered mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> that does not make me excited yeah so this this building um it's been under construction for only about nine ten months now it's actually like it went up real fast Surprising it did not get shut down at, or, or slowed down at all by what's going on in the world. That They moved forward building this McDonald's, and, and surely enough, it opened up. When I first saw the building, I thought it was going to be a Skyliner station, and I was really excited. I was like, oh, they're already expanding the Skyliner? <laughs> um, unfortunately, no. But What if they do a Skyliner stop at the solar-powered McDonald's? I made that joke on Twitter. I okay. said it would be called the Fryliner. That's and I terrible. Think it's, no, I got a lot of... Internet clout for I, that joke. You're welcome. As the joke enforcer, I think that's terrible. The fry line. I love it. Sorry, I got to overrule you, McKenna. That's that, that's marvelous. You're about to get some more clout on that joke. That was a good one. Not <laughs> chasing so and so over here. That was really good. <laughs> so anyway, that's that was my hopes and dreams. The Skyliner makes a quick stop. Maybe you can do a mobile order. Grab your just reach your arm out, grab your fries, and then off to Animal Kingdom. Oh, there we go. I love that idea. Yeah, especially right now, like like the touchless delivery. Bravo. Way to think of our safety's uh, safety in this idea that Jay's made up. Sorry. <laughs> so, a lot anyway, going on over here. Unfortunately, it is just a McDonald's, but it does have a huge array of solar panels all over the top of it. And you can actually sit on a couple um, stationary bikes and charge your phone. Like you can plug in and charge your phone by pedaling on a stationary bike. So they're going to make me work out? Yeah. That's not cool. It's that a green like facility. Fun, actually. Yeah. You're going to need more than a stationary bike to work off that food. <laughs> well, it does have like um, a large area for outdoor seating. The indoor, like you should check out the pictures. It actually looks like a pretty, it's it's a cool McDonald's. It is still a McDonald's. So they're serving you, you know, 
it garbage. Could, but is it like the <laughs> other McDonald's where they serve you a Monte Cristo even though McDonald's no, shouldn't like be making one. stuff like that? I think they just have your standard McDonald's menu. It's not like the quote-unquote former world's largest McDonald's on iDrive. Um, so is this going to be a McDonald's that participates in stuff? It's not going to be like like hamburgers? Nope, we ain't got them. We got spaghetti and blankets. I don't, Are they going to participate in stuff? I think because you always like like McDonald's prices and participation may vary. It's true, and I think they are participating. All right, good. <laughs> McDonald's opens ahead of the parks are actually reopening this week. We're starting with the pass holder previews on the ninth and tenth, and we will be going to the Animal Kingdom on Friday the tenth. That was the goal, and we snagged that reservation. Now the crazy thing about that is. The way that the uh, pass holder preview emails went out and the the lack of ability for most people to get them, I feel like we should feel pretty lucky that we got those emails at all. Yeah. Um, and there seemed to be no rhyme or reason how Disney sent out the emails to pass holders. I thought maybe since most people didn't get them, did they just start with Platinum Plus? Did they just start with Florida Residence? No. I actually asked on Twitter... If you received an email, what kind of pass do you have and when does it expire? Because I thought maybe that had something to do with it. There's just, honestly, there was no logic to how they sent them out. You got your email at, I think it was like 11.01 on Monday. Mm -hmm. I didn't get mine until 11.06. So five minutes later and we have the exact same passes, live in the same house. So... And then I didn't see the email for like 10 minutes. So I logged in. When When I was able to log in... Both of the days were still available, and I was able to get um, Animal Kingdom on Friday, but it was maybe 20 minutes later, they were both booked up completely. So within an hour, both days of the pass holder previews in both parks were full, which was kind of crazy. I know we're anxious to get back, but also understanding the virus is in a state of spiking right now, especially here in our state. So, you know, I part partly anxious, I guess, but excited, but nervous. I really want to see how Disney handles this thing. Yeah. I mean, so the email doesn't, didn't let you like, since Sam got it first, it wouldn't let her book for the entire family. No, she could have, but, um, I was at work. She was at work in a meeting and I was working at home. So I was able to easily log on and do it. And Jay asked me when I got my email. (laughs) Yeah. Well, have you got it yet? (laughs) Nope. Nope. I didn't get an email. Yeah. And that's the thing. Landon didn't get one at all. And he's a platinum mm-hmm. AP holder. Not that my hairy backside is any rush to head down to uh, Florida and go back into the parks. But I'd still like the email. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to be included. <laughs> well, and exactly. I heard, I heard, too, that people that some people got um, notifications on their from their app on their phone, mm-hmm. but they I didn't get an too. email. Um, and then I heard that people who got neither the notification or the email somehow were able to get the link and still reserve a spot i did get a notification on my phone too oh i did not yeah the app told me so i just that's got whenever email. i texted you okay they really just wanted you there that's what it blows down <laughs> clearly yeah like they were like we need her there can you blame them <laughs> we need that monorail bump back in the uh, back in the <laughs> well they know who spends the money in the parks uh <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> that's what it boils down to <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Fine, Disney. Do I need to spend more money for you to love me? I will. No. Yeah. So, I have a problem. Indeed, though, we will be back in Animal Kingdom on Friday. And then we also made a reservation for the Magic Kingdom on Sunday. 
Um, I waited until the following weekend to get Epcot and Hollywood Studios, and we'll see. We'll see how all this goes. So we do have a reservation, one for each park. McKenna will only be able to do the following weekend at Epcot and Hollywood Studios because she has prior plans. Very sad. But I think the big thing is just taking every precaution that we can, taking our hand sanitizer, wearing our masks, staying away from people. And I'll be very interested, especially at the Passholder Preview, to see what the park capacity looks like. I'm imagining it's going to be maybe Animal Kingdom 10,000 people. I think it's going to be maybe like starting out less than like what an after hours party would have. I hope so. And, and I think they're going to gradually ramp it up, but I think starting out it's going to be pretty low just based on the fact that <laughs> it seems like 90% of the people out there with passes did not even get a chance to get a reservation in the parks. Yeah. So that said, I mean, 90% of the people out there didn't even get a crack at the reservations, but you did say in the span of what, 30 minutes, they all booked up. So clearly there is a crowd for this and it's, there's, there's going to be some humanity there, but at the same time, like, I I don't know. I have to feel a little bit better seeing how uh, universal has handled it, even though these are two completely different entities, universal to Disney, but at the same time, like y'all, please be careful, please. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, we would all agree that if we go and we feel like it's just absurd and unsafe and overcrowded, we just wouldn't stay. Yeah. I would want to leave, or at least I'd complain loudly enough that people would stay away from me. (laughs) (laughs) That happens. Yeah. Hey, well, right now you need people to stay away from you. So keep doing your uh, social distance encouragement. How about that? <laughs> we did reach out to our favorite Nomad Lounge bartender just to read, just because I didn't know if Nomad Lounge would even be open. Um, and according to him, it absolutely will be open. As soon as the park opens, Nomad Lounge is open. And the Tiddly Tinder, is that his uh, Twitter handle? Yeah. It's at Tiddly t- Tinder. Um, Aaron Hedges. Yeah, he will be back at Nomad Lounge. We're going to go see him, hopefully. Yes, I'm so excited. Ribs. Um, okay, that, that does make me jealous. Yeah. I want to go eat them ribs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be excited next weekend. We'll have some of these experiences. Well, we'll probably end up recording a little bit earlier since Sunday we'll be at Magic Kingdom, but uh, we'll at least have Animal Kingdom experiences to talk about. Yep. So that'll be fun. Should be good. Just for those who are planning to come down and experience the parks as they reopen, a couple of quick updates. One of them about transportation. According to Disney, starting on July 11th, the monorails will be operating. The Express Monorail and Resort Monorail will be in service, providing transport for TTC, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, and the Contemporary. The Epcot Beam will not be available, but that's because Epcot isn't open at that time. And then all three Skyliners will be in operation starting on the 15th. So as soon as Epcot and Hollywood Studios opens, the Skyliner is going to be back. Um, watercraft ferry boats will be avail- available from the TTC to Magic Kingdom. Um, and they'll have them, like if you were to take a boat from Polynesian Wilderness Lodge or Fort Wilderness, those are available too. But other boats, like the friendship boats and stuff like that, I, th- I haven't heard anything about those. I don't think that they're going to be operating for a while. Um, but buses will be available from everywhere. You know what I just thought about? Like, whenever Magic Kingdom closes, how everyone is packed in the um, exit area, entry-exit area. Mm -hmm. Like, sardines trying to get out and wait for a monorail and buses, and it takes hours to get away. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's with, like, 50,000 people in the park. 
or like forty to fifty thousand people. So imagine that. Yeah, but, but didn't you say they've said it's never really been at full capacity? Well, full capacity is like eighty. It's still. So I'm saying half capacity is like forty thousand people. Y'all, that's a lot of people. Though. But they're selling what ten percent right now, so maybe it's like ten thousand people. Okay. So it's not still ten thousand people is still ten thousand people. But. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I agree with that. That's but it's also people. not forty, and that's like one fourth of that. You can spread it out a little bit. It's just I just picture it, you know. Whenever we're leaving and we cheat and get on the resort monorail to get to our car, because if you stand on the regular monorail line, you're there for like seriously at least an hour and a half. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, correct. Uh, so yeah, it's just gonna be nuts. It's gonna be weird to see how they do like leaving the parks. Like if they obviously they're gonna have to mandate the amount of people that can get on the monorail to start with. They're going to have to mandate the amount of people that can stay in that line and how far they have to stay away from each other. I mean, people and are going to be wrapped through the Magic Kingdom in a line just to get to Waiting to get home. <laughs> well, you Six all are... Speed apart. But you're also thinking, like, this is what would happen after Happily Ever After and people... There'd be, like, a mass exodus. There is no nighttime spectacular. There's no nighttime parade. Yeah, but I still... I mean... I don't know. Yeah, so people will just be, like, leaving... I mean, I know, like, I'm not thinking that we're going to stay until the absolute last minute. Like, if if we can get out and avoid some of that madness, then we're going to do it. I was just thinking about it. Maybe it won't happen. No, it's still going to... There's still going to be a lot of people leaving at once, but it's not... I, what I'm saying is, what you're picturing, too, was, like, this huge crowd that had gathered for, like, happily ever after, and then everybody tries to leave as soon as that's over, you know? Yeah. So, so, I don't know. Maybe the same, maybe not. I just don't know. Guess you guys will find out. Like, it was never, of course, the leaving procedures are different at other parks, but it was never like that leaving Animal Kingdom. No, but, I mean, that's what... So, Magic Kingdom, you can't just walk to your car. That's the difference, you know? And so, we've been doing Universal. You could easily walk to your car. You know, I know Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and um, Epcot easily walk to your car. Magic Kingdom, you have to take some sort of transportation to get to your car. And so, I feel like it's just going to be nuts. Mm -hmm. Even, Even if it's low capacity you still have to get on the monorail or get on a bus or get on a boat or something to get to your car. I think they have, I mean, I know this is a small portion of the people, but I think they have opened up the walkway over to the Grand Floridian. So people could walk to the Contemporary if they're there or to the Grand Floridian if they go either one of those ways. So that's a little bit of walking availability, but yeah, it's true. I don't know. Just something that I just thought about. It just hit me while we were talking. Maybe it'll be nothing. Who knows? I just, um, and do, you know, I get a little upset when people start crowding us and it starts bothering me and I'm worried about that part of yeah. it. No, I definitely it's something you have to be worried about in the back of your mind. Hopefully, like you said, it won't come to that. But at the same time, like not having a nighttime spectacular where people are crowded right next to the exits in the Magic Kingdom's case, hopefully that won't be as bad. But I do still think there is going to be some dealing with the crowd even yeah. even with the restricted numbers there are going to be people that are going to wait to the absolute last minute for them to leave the park 
regardless of whether there's a nighttime show or anything like that. So, but hopefully yeah. it won't be to those levels. I think you got to think this is like the first time that these people have been in the park since like March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get those yes. people that are like die hard, die hard fans. They're going to be like, I'm not leaving this park until you drag me out. Yep. I and think what we have to do is hope that they have like the cast members in place to be reinforcing spacing and, and trying to guide people and things like that. I mean, and, and from what I've heard, cause I've seen a couple posts on social media where uh, people are getting some instruction, like people that the, the cast members that have been brought back in the train they're getting, according to what I've heard, the cast members are being told that they need to enforce distancing and masks and things like that and make like if people aren't doing it it's not like a gentle reminder like people have to do it yeah i mean my favorite thing i heard while we were at universal was the cast member over the intercom who said if you don't put your mask back on then you're gonna have to leave well what he said was it was even better than that yeah i don't know what he he was like exactly he was like you need to wear your mask properly over your mouth and nose if you would prefer not to do that please see that you're He's like, please see the nearest team member, and they will escort you to the exit. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. But so many like people violate it all the time. They're like, oh, I've got to drink it by hand, and they're just not mm. wearing it. Or you just see people, like, you know, just with their nose out. It's just constant everywhere. People don't listen. Yeah. I think you just have to hope that people do it. You have to hope the cast members are enforcing it, and I don't know. They really do need to do something with like a strike system or something like, oh, caught you with your nose out. That's a strike. <laughs> I know. I really want to. I want to watch them go. You're out and start throwing people out. Get stormtroopers to. Yeah, stormtroopers. Awesome. To I'd be like, ha ha. Carry people out. So what happens when you don't listen? <laughs> yes. Let us introduce you to cast members uh, Axe and Smash, and they're like six nine, three hundred fifty pound bodybuilders, and just gonna pummel you to death until you put on your dang mask. Yeah. <laughs> The last thing I was going to say is minivan service is not going to be operating. And apparently there is no news on when that's going to be coming back. So that's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Because that seems like a, a, well, I guess you're with a stranger driving you. So maybe it's more for their safety than anybody else. But in a bus, it's still, you're still in a tomb of bacteria. So here's something I just saw that I didn't realize before. Parking lot trams, not available. Oh, what? No. Wow. Oh, yeah. Nope. I'm out. Nope. <laughs> nope. Wait, it's well, an open air system. But they would have to clean every one of those benches. Every, <laughs> oh, man. Wipe down everything. After All the every handles. Stop, yeah. I don't like going on the tram, so I'm cool with walking. But there are a lot of people well, who are going to have a hard time with that. Some parking lots are pretty big. I like yeah. a tram. I like that Magic Kingdom parking lot is huge. Mm-hmm. And if you get there at the wrong time, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you didn't get your steps in into the park, just go to the <laughs> dadgum parking lot because you're going to walk for miles. So, yeah, big news right there. I mean, on the long walk back to your car, you can see some inter- interesting stuff. Like we saw an entire pizza on the ground once. It was awesome. <laughs> It was really cool. Remember that pizza we I found? think there was a piece missing. Okay. Most of it was most of a pizza. Yeah. I have a picture with Me it. Me and McKenna were walking back from, I don't remember which park. I think it was Hollywood Studios. We saw a couple fighting. Oh, I, no, or, I was there for that. Yeah, I was there for that. Oh, remember the people who us. yelled at me? Okay, it was all of us. Oh, yeah, you got yelled at. I got, because they were driving where people were walking, so I fussed at them for it, and then they honked at me and were yelling at me, well, and I'm like, okay, very classy. 
Yeah. You say, yeah, I'm walking here. Yeah, exactly. She's set, so like her mom. <laughs> okay, but they're going to hurt someone because they classic. can't get out of their car to go throw something away. Good for you. Good for you. It's annoying. Maybe you just need to get a name badge, be a cast member, get paid to yell at people. Then I'd have Ooh. to dye my hair back. You would. It's true. Unless you like work on Galaxy's Edge, be like, "Hey, I'm I'm uh, Jehoshaphat from the planet Blobbity Blue, where we have green hair. Yeah. It's me, Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Jehoshaphat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a terrible name. It really is. I would I would go with something else other than Jehoshaphat. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Epcot Essential Food and Drinks. Stick with us. Welcome back to the monorail. It is now time for everyone's favorite topic, tasty treats, especially Disney tasty treats. I was having a conversation with someone on Twitter a couple days ago, or maybe it was a Facebook group. I can't remember which about um, all the tasty, delicious treats in Disney. And I said, here's what I found. I always thought that calories didn't count at Disney, but I think that stops working once you're a local, unfortunately. Oh, thank God. I was, I was about to say, that's some really bad news for me, but I'm not local, so y'all continue on. Oh, I'll yeah. be over here living fat-free. Whatever. <laughs> they start they start counting when you're there every weekend, let me tell you something. That's true. It does. Yeah. Uh, but we now are going to turn our attention to Epcot. We started this new series talking about essential foods and drinks from the Magic Kingdom, but we all know Epcot is the... That's the place to be when you're looking for tasty drinks and tasty food, so... Uh, a couple of us have done our homework and have <laughs> lists together. I've not done my homework yet. Let's, you know, remember to keep moving. I'm just kidding. So, hey, I get that. That's a callback. I like it. Good uh-huh, joke. Uh-huh. I still have homework. <laughs> yeah. I've got a list together and we'll just see how we do. You know, like I said, for the Magic Kingdom, no rules. It, it, could, be a, it could be a treat from a food and wine cart. It could be something that that isn't even there anymore if you want epcot essential foods and drinks who wants to start with something um are we just like listing all of it or are we just going whatever we want you know your top there are no rules your top okay. five water ish. fountain in morocco oh my god don't even <laughs> okay I'm good. somewhere adam's like yes i know you just made adam's day and, Yay. and... <laughs> well dang it there goes four of my five lists <laughs> well here I've got one for you. If we're starting out in Future World, I know there's one that Sam would want to put on the list. Popcorn. Popcorn. The gourmet. Now, is this just, oh, oh, I was about to ask, is this just popcorn, period, or the fancy flavored popcorn? The gourmet fancy flavored popcorn that you can get from the gourmet food cart or popcorn cart. There's three flavors that I'm aware of. Do you know what they are? Sour cream and onion, buffalo, and cheddar cheese. It's sour cream and chives. Oh, whatever. Same thing. Same thing. No. Buffalo blue cheese. Oh my gosh. Same thing. Same thing. And cheddar cheese. And they will layer it for you in a popcorn bucket. Wait, they will? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that made me place. way too excited. That's that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's four dollars and fifty cents for a bag of the popcorn, and it's very very good. But it isn't the only flavored popcorn in Epcot. But we've got more to get to once we get into World Showcase. So, flavored popcorn. That's what we're starting with. It's awesome. Starting strong. I like it. Yeah. Anything else you guys think of in future world? I know this is the tough one because I know we're all sad. Electric Umbrella is gone. So there went like <laughs> all of our essential. Oh, and and by the way, Club Cool is gone. So we can't talk uh, about Beverly. No Beverly. Woof. That and that, and that comes from somebody who's drank some really, really gross stuff in my life. Wait. Can't get is, the, the tasty Melon Fanta. Yeah, that's right. Is, melon Frosty. Um... Sunshine Seasons part of Future World? Yes. Because I feel like McKenna is missing. Are we talking about living with the land in general? Like the creme brulee? You mean the, the land pavilion? Yes. Not Because you can't get creme brulee on living with the land. I Although, can if I want to. <laughs> I wish you could, but you can't. Driving through. Uh, one creme brulee, please. Do you drive through living with the land? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go on her living with the land. It sounds awesome. This is you the most bizarre experience I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, McKenna. Sunshine yeah. Seasons. Creme brulee. Creme brulee. Yes. Living it's with the land is so just the drive through of Sunshine Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of is. You get to look at your food before it's prepared for you. So It's so cool. I do think, too, the vegetables in Sunshine Seasons, you can tell that they're fresh veggies. Like, their salads are awesome. They are very good. And they... I do it... Uh, sorry, they say that it's from um, vegetables uh, from the greenhouse from yeah. their greenhouse there. And like, I want to piggyback on that, even though it was canceled uh, and I didn't get to eat it uh, on my planned trip down in March. Not that I'm still upset about that. Uh, Garden Grill, like mm. their their breakfast uh, spread, like like I want to give a shout out to that because that is still something I want to do. Garden Grill. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kevin, have you gotten to do that? Garden Grill? Yeah. Yeah, I love Garden Grill. It's my favorite breakfast on property. Better See? than Ohana. Okay. I well, said it. There you go. <laughs> Epcot Essential Breakfast. The cinnamon rolls are there, right? The cinnamon roll is there. Yeah. I was going to say that. It's dope. It's delicious. I prefer the little sausage links, though. Mm. They're like covered in maple syrup. Oh, nice. Ooh, Ooh that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chef ki- kissy explosion fingers right there. Yes, so great. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. We need to do Though that. I am curious what it's going to look like once uh, Epcot reopens, because I know they've been dialing back a lot of the character dining experiences. So uh, I don't know if Garden Grill is just going to continue on sans characters or if they're going to work that into it. So uh, that might be something uh, that we'll have to talk about at a later Yeah, I need to look into that, too, because I feel like Garden Grill... People aren't like getting up to go see the characters. They go table to table. I, right. I, I feel like that's one that would be relatively safe for the characters to still be there. I would think so. But I don't know. I could. Yeah, they don't really get, get close to you or something. Yeah. I mean, they don't get close to you unless you ask them to. Well, yeah. It's a Garrett, very awkward meet. <laughs> Garrett took pictures with them. Yeah, like yeah. if you want to, you know, in the past you could stand up, take your picture, or that you know they could kind of 
crowd around behind your chair or something, but I doubt they'll do that kind of thing. But maybe they could just they could just walk by and wave. Actually, since Garden Grill rotates, they could just stand on the side and wave every, at everybody. Boom, we just figured it out. <laughs> there you go. Checkmate. It'd be awkward, though. It rotates so, so slow. slow. <laughs> They'd be standing there, like, waving. Oh, five minutes. You're still here. Hi. <laughs> maybe they'll speed it up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You'll start spinning real quick. Oh, I like it. They're turning Garden Grill uh, into a ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real living with the land. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that living with the land's where you get the creme brulee. So yeah, it's it is sunshine. Shun- God, sunshine Whoa. seasons. The creme brulee is three ninety nine. That's a it's a pretty good deal. That's not bad. Yeah. It, it tastes tasty. so good. Yeah. Now, Garrett, would you like to mention something that we're not totally sure if it's back yet or when it's going to come back, but something that you had in Future World that you really enjoyed over by Test Track? Um, the slushies. Yeah. What was special about those slushies? You can make your own. Make your own. You choose the flavor, put the add-ins. I say something else, but then you said Future World. Well, you can, we can, we'll get to your other thing too, but starting in Future World, the slushies, they were like customizable. Put candy in them. Put candy in them. They were good. Wait, you can put candy in slushies? Like oh, yeah. Like Pop Rocks or Nerds or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's some next level stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was an option. It was over at the Cool Spot, or what do they call it? The Cool Ship? Over by... Cool Zone. Cool, cool Zone. Kids. <laughs> yeah, you can also do that at Sonic. Cool which Wash. I, I found out there's a Sonic not too far from our house. Ooh. So... <laughs> The real answer <laughs> that was great. <laughs> the real answer is the cool wash over by Test Track. That's where you get the slushies. Um, all right, that's all I had in Future World because honestly, there's not much except for living with the land. And there's, I'm not really going to say anything about coral reef. So, um, no, we're not talking about that no. dumpster fire. You can look at fish. <laughs> Kevin has opinions. I feel I hate coral reef. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. not we're not fans no. of coral reef. <laughs> all right, let's move on then. Time for world showcase. So all bets are off at this point. But I was going to start with refreshment port because I know there's something that you guys you I know you and Landon are fans of that zing zang bloody mary. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. My girl right there. Yeah. Uh, she knows what's up. I have several things from refreshment port, but let's start with the Bloody Mary. As you do your day in Epcot, you start it with the Bloody Mary that comes with a Slim Jim, <laughs> shrimp. There might be bacon, um, a birthday cake. They put everything <laughs> in there. It's like, here's here's your boozy drink, and we're just going to dump a bunch of stuff on top of it. It's yeah, amazing. Delicious. And it they is. give you a pickle sometimes, and I like pickles a lot. So yeah. And it's perfect whenever she went with me. It's like, I hate pickles. Pickles, here you go. Boom, extra pickle mm-hmm. for you. Everybody wins. Yeah, I think the last time I had um, shrimp, uh, tomato, cheese, um, <laughs> what was it? And a pickle and something else. And then it had the Slim Jim and mm-hmm. a celery stick in there. I was like, I'm having lunch now. This yeah, is awesome. it really is lunch with a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's $12, which, by the way, as we get to a lot of the drinks that I've listed, $12 is a pretty good deal for a boozy drink with all that. Especially when it comes snack. with, with, with a, a, a bag of snacks that they just stick in the drink, too. Money is just a thing when you're at Disney. We don't need to talk about the prices, okay? Money, it's not important. Money doesn't count and calories don't count. You know what's good at refreshment port? Hmm. That poutine. 
um, with mm. the beef in it. They yeah, had I'll, it for I'll, that special. The seasonal. It the was seasonal. a seasonal thing. So I put the brisket poutine. Yes. Because it's so dang good. So good. That was really good. I love, awesome. I love poutine in general. And then they throw brisket on and it's so, Man. so good. That like, was for like, food and wine, right? I yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, like like game changing stuff, great stuff. Yeah, let's not forget they did have crab chips one time. Those were good. It was <laughs> it was potato chips, like they're homemade potato chips, but they had crab and cheese on it. And stuff. Oh, okay, all right. Mm. I, I, I thought good. they had like like crab flavored chips. I'm like, ah, I don't know about that I one. Would there, try it. I mean, or maybe it was lobster. They'd probably just put like Old Bay seasoning on the chips. And they're no. like, Here you are. Ooh, Old Bay, yum. <laughs> <laughs> we use that on every meal in our house. <laughs> in our house, it's Tony Shasheries. Tony Shasheries. Yeah. We use that. We put that splat on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know that's, that's something else. Frank. Yeah. Okay. Anything else from refreshment port, Landon? Uh, this is also a seasonal. Uh, it is the filet mignon and mushrooms. Uh, also from food and wine, you can get in that area. I oh, believe yeah. it's the La Cellier. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah. So if you want to celebrate that year round, you still can if you can get a reservation. But I do want to give a shout out to that. And also the bourbon maple cheesecake. Yes. yes. That was Legitimately so good. The, yes. The best cheesecake I have ever ever had that was really good i don't even like cheesecake and i like that hey there you go i would like to say um scallops from anywhere (laughs) okay i love scallops scallops from anywhere and they taste so good in epcot there are some good ones yeah since we've moved on to canada Mm -hmm. i i think that it's essential to have one of those steaks in la (laughs) (laughs) salle never had time for steak yeah, or the it's it's the what is it? What what did we get? It was like prime rib. Was it the prime mm-hmm. rib? Yeah, it was very very. good. No, no, we got a ribeye. Pri- it's I think they call it the prime ribeye is what it's called. Whatever, it was and it's, delicious. It was, yeah, <laughs> that's not confusing or I anything. <laughs> well, also in La Cellier, Canadian cheddar cheese soup. Yeah, so I I agree, it's very good. But whenever I compare it against Germany, which is going to be essential, it's not as great as that one. Okay. That's true. I just love it. It's so good, but the Germany one is better. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. never had that, so it, though I did give Me a neither. shout out to Garden Grill, so hmm. maybe I need to reevaluate my position. <laughs> <laughs> also in Canada was the only thing that I had from Canada that I liked was during uh, Flower and Garden a couple years ago. The bourbon maple, like the popcorn, yes. the drink. Yeah, that was in the drink. drink. Yeah. I can't remember what it, but it was really good. Yeah. It was like maple bacon popcorn bourbon or something like that. Oh my god. Ooh. Tasty. It was really good. <laughs> it does sound good. Yeah, it's a, that is a seasonal thing, but that's that is pretty odd. The Canadian Canadia. Canadia <laughs> in terms of its f- essential food and drinks really I guess shines it's with so the seasonal good. stuff. Yes. Yeah. But they do have maple popcorn that you can get any time of mm. the year in Canada and it's good too. Yeah. Hmm. You can just bring your own bourbon and add the bourbon to it yourself. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yes, Disney loves it when you bring your own outside alcohol. Be like, no, no, this is your drink and this is for food toppings. <laughs> <laughs> we- cooking wine. <laughs> cooking wine. <laughs> one for the food, one for me. Look at me. I'm Remy, everybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the UK. Garrett, did you want to start us off in the UK? Uh, 
fish and chips? Yes. Well, you're saying that confused. I thought maybe that would be an essential thing for you, but... I, the thing about essentials in Epcot is that I usually get something different every time I go. I know, but we're talking about, like, these are the things that you're like, this was so good, I would, I, Epcot needs to keep it kind of thing. Oh. Well, then, yeah, fish and chips. All right. There we I are. will second that, yeah, with a uh, with a Smittix on draft. Now, uh, Garrett, even though you did just celebrate a birthday, you can't have that just yet, but trust me, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fish and chips for the win. My essentials in the UK are all booze-related <laughs> because I really like their cider with the whiskey. So good. I was going <laughs> And then the leaping leprechaun, so good. Yeah, I prefer a snake bite from the Rose and Crown. And, uh, but the fish and chips, by the way, we would prefer to get them from the Yorkshire County Fish Shop, not Rose and Crown. I really do think they're better from the little stand outside. I do too. Yeah, I'm nope, not sure I why. I don't know why that is, but it is better out there. They, I feel like they come from the same place. It probably does. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, I always go snake bite at Rose and Crown. Yeah. I don't have any essentials in the UK. I don't really like the food in the UK pavilion. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, and for those who haven't had it, a snake bite, by the way, is cider and harp. So mm-hmm. it's like half beer, half cider. It's good. I like it a lot. We good in the UK? Yeah. Yep. All right. Wow, it had so many essential foods for being in the top essential list in Epcot. That Ooh. so great. Yeah, because uh, what we did just rattle off is that dang good. Back <laughs> off, you green-headed doofus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Come and hey. get me. Come and get me. <laughs> I'm your godfather. I can say stuff like that to you. Watch yourself. <laughs> Young lady, I will turn this podcast around. Don't make me. I'm going to hit people with my car. No. You know, watch out. <laughs> wow. Okay, Don't well, this that. escalated past where I wanted it to. Please continue. So now we're in France. Oh, Yay, France! Everything. Everything is essential. <laughs> that cheese stuff in the bowl, which is, it's too rich, but honestly, I'd still drink it like, like... Uh, it water. was like a cheese brie fondue. You, you, you drank soy sauce last night. That's true, I did. But oh, that is a lot of sodium. Point. It was awful. Um, probably not good. Well, hold on. So, so the bread bowl with the cheese brie fondue thing—it was really yeah. good. Uh, fantastic. And that was a seasonal thing. Ten out of ten. That was for flower and garden. Yeah. Okay. They have it in multiple places sometimes. Okay. So that was good. Crepe. Crepes. Yes. Now, this one I knew you would mention. Crepes at the crepe stand. Garrett always gets the crepe with homemade hazelnut and chocolate spread. I was going to say, he has to say what kind of crepe, but you got it. Yeah. Well, there, there are multiple. Yeah, but uh, which one's your favorite? I've had, I've only had the chocolate one. Mm-hmm. I assume they're all good. <laughs> I had the strawberry one, and it was good. Do they have a lemon and sugar one? Mm-hmm. I think so. I want to try that. Um, I also, of course, listed in France... The Grand Marnier slush? Uh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's on my list. I was going to let you pronounce it because you know I hilariously can never pronounce it. No so one gonna can. It the Orange C- Seattle Mariner slush. So <laughs> yeah, I call it the Orange slush. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. What is it, Marnier? Marnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mariner. Mm-hmm. By the way, in the back, in the bakery, they have a, um, a frosé. And it's really good. And in the bakery, they have um, some cheese breads that are delicious. Like, Ooh. and and they will warm it up for you, and you get like this warm, gooey cheese bread that you get to eat with your frosé, and feel really healthy that day. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> I haven't had that, but I mean, I dig me some cheese bread, so I'm going to have to try that the next yeah. time I'm there. It's awesome. France is heavy. I'll be honest, like, like, like the France Pavilion outside of getting my orange boozy slush, I don't know a whole lot about it. Oh, you should walk to the back. I'll take you. Okay. We'll all right, get good a bunch deal. of different bakery stuff and just eat it all. That's what, <laughs> that's what Allison and I did, and we got several things, and it was great. I always feel nervous walking to the back of France because there's like that perfume store and I'm like, oh no, there's a perfume store back here. If I go in there and break something, then I'm going to be in debt for the rest of my life. Like like <laughs> fancy stores at the mall is what it feels like. I'm like, I can't, I can't even. And you feel that way just here. walking by it? Just going through the shops in oh, France. Okay. All right. Um, I get that. I, I have a similar feeling in Germany, but that's whenever I see the hundreds of dollars of beer steins. But I want to like hug them and take them all with me. That would what lead to me breaking them and then owing them several thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's like each beer stein is at least 50 bucks. And I'm like, mm-hmm. on the low end. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been concerned about breaking the stuff, but I do get concerned that someone's going to try to push me to buy something in there, you know, because... When you think about like um, perfume counters, they're always like, "No, you yeah, need this." And yeah, they're, like, like spraying oh. it on you, you know. They're trying to do the upsell. Yeah, I don't upsell. want that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anything else in France edible? Edible that we'd like to mention because we're not drinking the perfume. Well, if Elf has well, taught us anything, <laughs> there's ice cream back there, but I haven't had it. I hear good things about the ice cream, but yeah, yeah we haven't had that ice hmm. cream. Okay. Well, we'll move on to Morocco. Hey, Morocco! It's so good. the 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 platter, the lamb at the place. It's called. Where okay, you go. Let me give some details. She's talking about the shawarma chicken and lamb platter. Yes, from Tangerine Cafe. And yeah, that's one of the few food items that I put like specifically that I was going to talk about too because I, I really like that. It was shawarma so platter. good. Oh, and Spice Road Table has lamb. And it's so good. <laughs> the hummus in general. Hummus very in good. General. He- hummus in general. And you guys got some? The hummus fries. The hu- oh, yeah. That's seasonal, but those are so good. <laughs> the hummus fries were very good. Um, I put down the Spice Road Table Bar Spice Road Signature Sangria. All of the <laughs> drinks there that don't have pineapple are delicious. This, I think I've had everything now. I, they have white, red, and then red sparkling, I think, sangria. Mm-hmm. I always go with the red, and I always enjoy it. It's delicious. You lush. I know. It's, um, <laughs> that one is eleven ninety nine. So you So, again, it's on the kind of reasonable side in terms of, like, how much you can pay for an alcoholic drink in Epcot. Well, they have a non-alcoholic watermelon drink, but they'll put vodka in that for you, and it's awesome. Yeah, Garrett likes the watermelon drink, non-alcoholic yeah. style. <laughs> <laughs> it, like I like I remember when we were going through the M34D of the Morocco stuff. It's like it all sounds good, but I've never had any of it, so I did feel weird it. for me to weigh in. I'd definitely love to try it next time I'm down. So you know, something to do. Yeah, I will definitely take you there, and we'll show you the Moroccan ways. No, you will show me the world. No fountain water, people. Maybe a little bit of fountain water. No fountain water. <laughs> we'll see where the night takes us. I don't want to limit my my options. Oh, moving on to Japan, I think. Right? Yeah, sake. Sake. Yeah, mm, yeah. The sake in the back of Mitsukoshi is good. I also put down, and I know Kevin would say this. He actually is having some connection problems, but I know Kevin would say the kakigori 
which is the shaved ice. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, with the, the milk. Milk? Yeah, you can get it with milk. It um, does look good. I haven't had it, though. So. Mm, me neither. It comes I'm from the interested. Kabuki Cafe. I was just going to say, you can get one called the Saki Mist, which is a uh, it's a shaved ice that that's alcoholic. Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. On board. Absolutely. Yeah, sign me up for two. Another thing that I haven't tried but looks really good, the ramen from... Uh, Dang it! I, I had it written down earlier, but uh, one particularly pl- one particular place, the ramen just looks fantastic. So I want to try that the next time I'm down. Yeah, um, that might. Do they have it at Tokyo Dining? Is that where the ramen comes from? Maybe it was a quick service. Ramen. Oh, it's oh, it's um, Katsura. I think it might be Katsura Grill then, if it's quick service. Okay. Um, I was going to mention just because I feel like it's worth mentioning. One of the things that people always love to try is the cold, frothy ramen. It's not terrible. I thought it was gross. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, no cold noodles just doesn't uh, doesn't do anything for me. The cold noodles isn't what bothers me because I love eating cold noodles. Like stick some noodles in the fridge and pick them out and just eat them with my hands. Um, but it's the froth that kind of was throwing me off. The froth and the temperature of the noodles the threw me off. The temperature is fine. But it just wasn't my thing. But I would just say Tokyo Dining in general. I love Tokyo Dining. I think that's a great place to eat. Yeah, I think we need to try this ramen at Katsura because it's only 12 bucks. Ooh. And it looks really good in every picture I've seen of it. Like 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 fancy ramen, I'm all about that and that looks like some really good fancy ramen. Yeah, we should do it. That's that I mean, for some reason we've never tried Katsura. Yeah. I think when we're hungry, we just don't make it as far as Japan. Like we end yeah, up true. for lunch. <laughs> You know, I get that. Yeah, the snack foods at um, Mitsukoshi mm-hmm. that you can buy candies and stuff. Yes, the ginger candy. Oh, the ginger candy is my favorite. I yeah. love ginger candy so much. Yep. I actually don't. I ate all the ginger candy in that giant bag. You did. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah I only yeah, had one. Nobody else would eat it. Yeah. I only had one, and I was done. I love uh-huh, ginger yeah. candy. Right there with you. They yeah. are intense. I didn't need any. I didn't eat it. I think Sam made the best decision of all of us. Sorry, Garrett, go ahead. <laughs> he said he didn't need it either. All right, then you two made the best decisions of any of us. I love ginger candy so much. If you're willing to try something that doesn't taste like normal candy would, and you're like you like things that taste a little different, get ginger candy. Mm, I do like candy wood. What? <laughs> Excuse me? You said you like something that doesn't taste like normal candy wood. I like candy wood. Oh, my God. This is why I... You're on thin ice. (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) Up next. Let us go now into the new star of the World Showcase, America with the Regal Eagle. It's That's it. Hands down. All right. Regal Eagle. Done. Check. Their drinks in the front and the food in the eagle. In the rear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Drinks in the front, food in the rear. <laughs> you know, I thought I was going to be the one to push this to a t- uh, to a PG podcast, but here we are. Twenty twenty uh, continues to be a weird, weird year. I listed some specific things, though. I did put down the sliced Texas beef brisket sandwich from the Regal Eagle. I listed the house made pickles, and I know you're not a pickle guy, Landon, so I wouldn't recommend them to you. But they are very good pickles. Uh-huh. And then outdoor. At the bar, the bar in the front, frozen mint julep, by the way, $15. See, this is what I'm saying. Frozen mint julep, $15. The moonshine sour, $14. It's awesome. All of it's awesome. Both really good. Um, Okay. Go ahead. 
All right. I, was, uh, I have not been fortunate enough to read any Donald's uh, Regal Eagle presents the Regal Eagle. I haven't been down there uh, since it's been out. Everything you the pickles sounds really, really good. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Even the chicken. I don't really like chicken a whole lot, and the chicken's very good. Hmm. That's interesting because I remember uh, the all-star of our experience when we went to what? Uh, oh, what's the? The Diamond, diamond Horseshoe. horseshoe. Yeah, Dyershu, that what you loved the most was chicken. And I don't like chicken. Hmm. But I like it smoked with barbecue, apparently. Maybe you do like oh, chicken. I want to do shots of the barbecue <laughs> sauces that they have at Regal Eagle. <laughs> They're so good. Jeez, McKenna. Tasty. Uh, there is like a booth that they have, and they make good little, like, they had like a. Um, a little mini brisket sandwich or something one time, or I can't remember what it was. But they have good stuff there too. But it's not essential. Let's keep going. Regal Eagle <laughs> is essential. Regal yeah. Eagle. That's all that the also, American Pavilion has to offer you. I know Kevin would probably mention this if he was still connected, but he dropped. Um, Turkey leg. You can get funnel cakes oh. in the American Pavilion. Ah, uh, yeah, nah. I'm just I, saying. Yeah, that's not essential for me. Okay. <laughs> So now we shall move into Italy. I have one thing listed, and that is the espresso martini from Tutto Gusto Wine Cellar. Yep. Um, I liked that pizza that they had. Oh, from uh, when we went to Via Napoli. That you shared with that seagull? Uh, I didn't share it with the seagull. The seagull wanted to share it with me. You're talking about the one from the booth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That, That was good. I can't remember the name of the booth, but you got the pizza... And you did. You shared it with a seagull. I sat down at a table, and a seagull landed on the table and stared at me. (laughs) (laughs) They do have boozy popsicles there, and those are great. I had the limoncello mm -hmm. one. It's so good. I was also going to mention that, also the limoncello. It is a uh, tasty treat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that's my exposure to the food in the uh, Italy pavilion. I've eaten there, and I think that it's good. But it's it's on par with other Italian restaurants. But it doesn't... I don't feel like I'm like, whoa, this is good Italian. Okay. So moving on to Germany, there's a couple of things. Beer garden. Mm-hmm. Well, specifically, I would say from beer garden... Would you would you put their um, that dessert like that? Wasn't it like an apple crisp with what was it called? It's yeah, like apple streusel with apple like thing. vanilla cream. Yeah, I don't know. It was good, but now you can mention the beer cheese soup. Yeah, beer cheese awesome. soup. Beer cheese soup. Yum beer cheese soup. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I like your song, McKenna. Thank you. It's actually the new theme for beer garden. So every time you walk in, that's what you hear. Except it's German people singing it. Garrett, I love it. You want to give a shout out? Pretzel. The big jumbo German pretzel? Yeah. It's pretty good. Garrett likes the, he does like the Mickey pretzels, but um, this one, I think this one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little different. Like the, the Mickey pretzels to me aren't as crunchy as what the Germany pretzel is. It's a little more crisp. Well, they have to make Mickey's face with the pretzel, so I yeah. guess that takes off crispiness. I guess it does. Yeah. But they're still good. But yes, it is good. And I put down the Schofferhofer pink grapefruit grapefruit Hefeweizen from Summerfest. And I know that you can get that outside of Epcot, but I really enjoy it because it's nice and cool and refreshing and tasty on a hot Epcot day. I, 
Wait, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to say the. You know the caramel candies that I like. I the brand. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say the name because I know I'm going to say it wrong. But that caramel popcorn in there yep. and just the candies in general because they're amazing. You're talking about the Werther's original. Werther's. I kept doing like Worcestershire in my head. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's not right sauce. at all. That's a sauce. Yeah, the, the Werther's original caramel popcorn is one of my favorite treats in Epcot. Mm-hmm. It's so good. good. And I that, like getting their dunkle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Ooh, good I too. I had the dunkle. But I did order a dunkle at a German restaurant not that long ago, and they asked me which one, and I was like, uh, apparently dunkle means dark. So that's it. It's not really a type of beer. It just means a dark beer. <laughs> I learned something today on the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> well, I was going to mention, I don't know how you say the name of the place that you get the Werther's Original Caramel Popcorn, but I'm going to give it a shot. It's like Caramel Kutchy? Caramel Kutch? Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> it's something like that. We're going to have to ask them how you pronounce it, and then they'll say it, and we'll be like, I don't... Yeah. And then <laughs> be like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> Good job. But it has a lot of different caramel treats. You can get caramel apples there. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff. And you can just buy the candies, like you said. Mm-hmm. In China... Oh, 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 that bun. That bun with the the pork in it. It's a seasonal thing. And the bayo bun? The bayo bun. And the sauce on yeah. it. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. I think the Chinese food there is fine. Yeah, I didn't have anything from the restaurants, but I did have, from Joy of Tea, Tipsy Ducks in Love. Yeah, my man. <laughs> <laughs> that that also made my list of essentials, yes. It is so good. Oh God. So I God. haven't been able to order many drinks there because I'm too worried about it having pineapple, and they don't list out ingredients on their menu. Well, I'd be very shocked if Tipsy Ducks in Love have pineapple. Yeah. It's more of like a coffee drink with bourbon in bourbon. it. No, it's more like clabbered milk. Yeah, I don't like it. What's clapper's milk? <laughs> <laughs> they- clabbered? It's milk that they clap at the cow before they milk it. Oh, okay. It's right there in the name. Duh, Landon. When you put alcohol and milk together, it can clabber really quickly, and then you have chunky milk, and that grosses me out. <laughs> Well, clearly you're not drinking it fast enough. Come on. No. Apparently not. Yeah. It does tend to get a little chunky sometimes, but if you're, if you're smart about it and you stir it when you get it and you drink it fast, it will not chunk up on you. Um, chunky. Yeah. <laughs> the Kung Fu Punch comes from Joy of Tea as well. And that, is that the one you're worried about, the pineapple? Yeah, I don't think I can drink stuff like that. Yeah. Landon, any additions to China? Nope. Just that one boozy drink. Okay. Let's move on to Norway then. Oh, the Kringla. Kringla Bakery. The Troll Horn. The Troll Horn is good. That has like a orange cream in it. Yeah, with little orange pieces. I don't really like the orange pieces, but I like I like the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And you well like just the the Kringla, the the yeah. actual the, the actual, actual pretzel shaped thing. Pretzel Kringla with the almonds on it and mm-hmm. the icing. I got that, and I had it for breakfast the next day, and I was very happy. But this is also where you get the school bread, which is a yeah. very popular treat. Yeah. It's good. I like it. It's coconut custard. It's bread. It's good. I like it. I was surprised by it. I, I didn't know what to expect, and I thought it was... It's interesting. It's a different kind of bread treaty experience than what I'd had, so... Yeah, but I'm, I prefer the Kringla over the school bread. Okay. And they do have some uh, 
Norwegian specific. Like they've got a, a Viking coffee you can get there that I've never tried, and they have a Norwegian beer at mm. this at this place that you. can I'm gonna get. have to try that. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but Norway, we've never eaten at the restaurant in Norway. Oscar so, Haas. Oscar Schuss or oh, something. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Oscar Hosk too. So yeah, that we sounds more German. <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna go down there to Oscar Hosk. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to give that a try. But all right, we're wrapping it up with Me- Mexico now. Landon. Uh, off the top of my head, any of the margaritas from that one, uh, oh, dag nab at my Casa de Tequila or something. <laughs> Close. La Cava. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. La Cava del Tequila. There I go. Nailed it. Uh, I love the uh, drinks offered in there. And I'm also a fan of the street corn you can get, though I do prefer the street corn you can get in Animal Kingdom over the Epcot version. But still, I dig both of those things. Yep. I have to say... I, although I think Mexico is cool, I don't have an essential there because I can't drink tequila. It's There's something about it that messes with my stomach. And I can have one margarita, not be drunk, and be sick as a dog. So, mm-hmm. yeah, don't, I don't. And it makes me angry, and I don't like that either. So, <laughs> um, I'm ar- I already can get hot-headed pretty fast. So the last thing I need is encouragement from tequila. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got to watch it. Watch the tequila consumption for you. I do enjoy the avocado margarita from La Cava quite a bit. That's one of my favorite things to get in all of World Showcase. It would be in my top three drinks, probably. Um, I did mark on the list the Maelstrom margarita. I want to get that next time. It looks so good. I don't know. I, I don't think I have an essential for Mexico. I haven't had a lot of the food in the Mexico Pavilion, so I need to start eating more of the food over there. In my opinion, the Mexican Pavilion is amazing, but it's not for the food. Like it's because it's freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's the atmosphere. I mean, I think when we were talking with Frank and Jen, and this might have been a most magical hour live conversation, but I think Frank said he could just have like chips and dip and have a margarita and sit by the water and watch the watch the um, Grand Fiesta tour go by and he'd be fine. So we finished strong with Mexico, but again, Mexico, not really known for food or maybe drink. Yes, drink, maybe not so much food, but it is an awesome pavilion. And uh, when we talk about it on the deep dives, I'm excited to really get into what's so great about it. But yeah, I think that'll kind of wrap it up for the Epcot Essentials. Again, no rules. This wasn't a top five. This is just our essential food and drinks that we love in Epcot. We highly recommend all of these things. And you know what you need to do is you need to tell us what we missed. You know what I think is better than the waterfall, the the fountain at Morocco? What? Is if you get a cup while you're on those friendship boats. And just drink right yeah. out of World Showcase Lagoon? Drink right out of the lagoon. I don't know about that I one. I think that's called duck soup. My, I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> So I don't recommend any fountains or lagoon water to anyone. Please don't do that. And now hopefully this will end the joke and Adam can stop saying it to me on all the social media. I hope he keeps saying it to you for the remainder of this little um, skit we're doing. Well, the magical thing about social media is there are things called mute buttons. No. (laughs) Going to break out the bad hammer on Adam. Wielded like Mjolnir. That's right. (laughs) 
Just kidding, Adam, but please stop saying it. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I support Adam. Oh. oh, we almost got a spit take. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's wrap things up. But by the way, if you do want to share with us what your essential foods and drinks are from Epcot, here's what you need to do. Contact us on the social media. We'll give you all of the contact options at the end. But first, I'm going to let Garrett plug his channel on YouTube, which is... Skelligummy. Skelligummy. And it's the same everywhere on like almost every social media. Yeah, he's Skelligummy everywhere. At Skelligummy on Twitter. You can find him. I'm very lucky that no one had that name. Yeah, it's you. You did mm-hmm. it. Congratulations. That's your thing now. Buy the t-shirts, people. Uh, there is none. Oh, okay. <laughs> none yet, though I do think rocking a Skelligummy Everywhere t-shirt could get you some uh, play with the ladies, so to speak. <laughs> wow. He, uh, Garrett's off the market. Okay. Yeah, I'm taken. Oh, Spoken my. For- play on, play on. <laughs> All right, Landon, how about you? Where can people find you? L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan, I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. You can follow me 280 characters a time on Twitter, I also own a website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch? Yep, that's right, I didn't bring it back last week, but it's back now, that's where you can find really old episodes of Game of Thrones Talk, aka Got Talk, where myself, Cousin Kevin, and Hunter East break down episode by episode of HBO's award-winning series, Game of Thrones, at least season eight, and you can slowly listen to the life and enjoyment leave all of our bodies. Well, maybe just me specifically. I'm not going to speak for Kevin because Kevin is no longer here to speak for himself. Uh, But in lieu of that, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for Near Fall Radio. That is a podcast on the sweet science of professional wrestling. Myself and Will Rab break it down. Uh, That's a DX reference. Uh, Though mostly we're talking about AEW. We are going to have a new episode up maybe yesterday, maybe today at the absolute latest Tuesday, previewing night two of AEW Fighter Fest. Uh, So check that out uh, if uh, you're a lapsed fan of wrestling i would suggest checking out what all elite wrestling's doing uh, it might bring you back into the fold so yeah there's Very that jay have you been checking out any aew i have not oh dude you should garrett you've been checking out aew no mckenna um i don't know what that is that's what your hair looks like you look like oscar <gasps> oh don't she say does me you oh. right now you look like oscar that's uh-huh. such a compliment. I love Asuka so much. She's the best. She's like literally one of the few bright spots that is otherwise known as the hellscape of the WWE she product right now. She needs to get out of there and go onto greener pastures because I love her so much. She's well, there so are amazing. some reports that uh, her, her partner in the Sky Pirates tag team, Kyrie Sane, might be on her way out of WWE, heading back to uh, stardom in Japan. But uh, Good yeah. for her. I Absolutely. love oh, I love the Pirate Princess, and I love Asuka, because their like, gimmick is so much better than everyone else's on the show, even. like They're all like... I have inflatable arm people. And then Oscar comes out and she's like wearing a mask and stuff. Now, hold on. <laughs> Bailey killed the inflatable arm waving people. Oh, yeah. The she Bailey buddies them? got murdered by, with an axe. That was a turn for Bailey. Yeah, she went from wow. hugging everybody to murdering things with an axe. 
But okay, speaking of murdering no. things with an axe, I'm also on the Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WK, <laughs> radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, where uh, despite what I just said, we don't murder things with axes. But with the way 2020 is going, give us a couple weeks. Who knows? Uh, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time worldwide at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. Available in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. You can join our Facebook group. It's the Monday Morning Monorail family and talk all things Disney or whatever you want to talk about all week long. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Monday Morning Monorail is the name of the channel, and you're going to find that we've got all sorts of video goodness for you. I actually have three videos queued up that I need to release over the next week or so before we get back to Walt Disney World, I've got one where I tried to watch a rocket launch, and we ended <laughs> yeah. we ended up not seeing it at all. Spoiler awesome. alert from our house. Well, I mean, like clearly, I'll have to watch it to see how it plays out. What were y'all like facing the wrong direction nope. or something? We were facing the right way. It's just some days, just I guess based on cloud cover and based on what's going on in the atmosphere, we don't see it as well. Especially if it's a daytime launch, we did see it. But it was like for three or four seconds we saw it, and I was Very like, far off "I said, I say to McKenna in the video, do you think that's it?" And then it was gone, and I was like, "That was probably it." Yeah. <laughs> um, so hopefully that'll be out there. I've, I did do a uh, Disney collectible show and tell kind of thing video, so that'll be coming out, and we're gonna do a Universal Restaurant review. At Lombard Seafood Grill. I'm excited to show you all that one. It's very, very cool. If if you don't watch it for any other reason, check out the first part. Because when I do an establishing shot of the restaurant with the beautiful facade, the Lombard's awning stretching out, just reaching its hand out towards you, as soon as I hit record, a lightning bolt went across the sky in the background. It was like perfect timing. Oh, that's pretty metal. Yeah. So go check out my perfectly timed lightning bolt video um and that maybe that's the draw people don't care about the seafood but we did eat a lobster roll so you're going to want to hear what we think about that lobster roll i thought of a bad joke because it's a video about seafood so you get to see food now i have to go be like bad joke me yeah i was gonna say i thought i thought you were the bad joke uh, police i am the joke enforcer and I've failed at my job. The joke enforcer. Well, I appreciate it, McKenna. And I appreciate all of you for listening today. Thanks so Go much. And follow Cousin Kevin on his socials. Double O Kevin, I think. Yes. Something. Thank you so much. Yes. Double O. It's double O-H underscore Kevin on Twitter. And he's also on the Mouse Knows Best podcast. So check him out there. Their podcasts come out on Sunday. Nearfall Radio comes out whenever Landon feels like it. Our podcast is every Monday morning. So we hope to see you right back here next Monday morning. Until then, have a magical week. Bye-bye. Sayonara. You want me to say goodbye? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs>